This is IGN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A great Chrono Tribute RPG. This is your IGN review of Sea of Stars by Gabriel Moss. I had to go back and play a little of Chrono Trigger just to make sure my eyes weren't deceiving me about the obvious similarities between that classic RPG and Sea of Stars. This brand new yet old school game doesn't present nearly as much time hopping or world traveling as its clearest inspiration, but its seafaring adventure still has plenty of twists and turns that fill up a solid 30 hours of linear spelunking. Rich and often funny character-driven stories wrap up with surprising twists that give weight to the story and provide a reason for its visually wild and mechanically interesting boss fights. At the same time, there's just not that much depth to its combat options, and its 16-bit graphics generally satisfy nostalgic cravings rather than inspiring shock and awe all over again. Sea of Stars excels in its level design. This map is split up into islands that are navigated in an overworld that connects different zones with no combat between them, much like in the classic Chrono Trigger. But once you get into a zone, there are often tons of combat encounters and puzzles that fill up the space between larger story moments and boss battles. You get to fight a giant world-eating kraken and a robot queen that transforms into a giant handgun, and most of them feel like a well-balanced challenge rather than something you have to grind to overcome. There's an admirable amount of variety as well. One particularly cool zone had me tumbling down a series of cascading waterfalls adorned by gorgeous plants and flowers, whereas another had me exploring a clockwork castle and teaming up with its immortal residents to face a big boss. It all did a fantastic job of sucking me in and not letting go, much like the RPGs that inspired it. The puzzles are simple but often require a decent amount of thought. There are some tricky block-pushing puzzles, and some that require you to remember a certain sequence of triggers to erect platforms in a certain order so you can climb up to the next doorway. Sea of Stars also makes great use of day and night mechanics, often requiring you to shift the time of day with the shoulder buttons to shine daylight or moonlight on special nodes that unlock parts of the map. It's cool that this world's NPCs respond to your actions and your growing power as literal superheroes, and it's nifty to eventually gain the ability to fly. That lets you move around the overworld and finish up quests without the hindrance of returning to your ship. Yes, Sea of Stars has a ship, but you won't spend too much time sailing around, since it mostly just serves to connect major points of interest between story events. The world's most interesting side locations, such as the many solstice shrines dotting the map, only become available to visit once you unlock flight. But I'm especially impressed by how the protagonist's solstice warrior powers are represented in combat. Zale is a blade dancer attuned to the fire magic of the sun, whereas Valer is a lunar monk attuned to the ice magic of the moon. 
While facing a few of the campaign's biggest bosses and their minions, they are often the only two party members capable of dealing damage with their basic attacks and spells. This frustrated me at first, but as the campaign went on, I began to understand its pivotal lock pattern mechanic. Battles are fully turn-based, but enemies liven things up by telegraphing their upcoming attacks and patterns that can be broken with attacks of specific types. For instance, you can interrupt an enemy powering up a spell by hitting them three times with fire attacks, breaking their concentration, and staggering them until their next move. It's great that you can affect the flow of combat by pressing a button to critical hit, critical heal, or block an incoming attack as it lands. I found it satisfying that most later battles required me to hit these boosts consistently in order to feel fair, but it took a while to get the hang of because the reaction window is frustratingly short, and without using a special relic that shoots a flare each time you land a boost, it's not always clear exactly when you're supposed to respond. That's especially hard to pin down when each animation has a different point of impact. For instance, one character jumps around before landing their strike on an enemy, and it's easy to tap too soon or too late unless you memorize this whole thing. Even so, it's still extremely satisfying to pull off certain moves that require you to react to these finicky windows. Overall though, I'm disappointed Sea of Stars' combat system doesn't get much deeper than that. With only six potential teammates to play with, and only a few skills and combos total, I found myself running through the same strategies over and over by the end. Often the most fun part of progression was getting better at precise timing. The campaign wraps up just before the limited combat options overstay their welcome, but I'd have liked a few more spells or combos per character to master. Everything about Sea of Stars' look and feel is clean and approachable, and each of its menus is easy to navigate. Even its side quests are easy to finish once you approach the endgame, thanks to a convenient map that tells you which areas still have more things to do and find. Save points and campfires are scattered liberally, and it was great to never have to worry about autosaves. They're placed exactly where you need them, before tough fights. I only wish there were more ways to customize my party's playstyle, given that each character only has a few pieces of equipment available to them. Unique accessories are sparse, and those we have lack much oomph. This means there's even less customization than there is in Final Fantasy XVI, and that can make the RPG elements of Sea of Stars feel weaker for anybody who doesn't find themselves invested in the story. Sea of Stars is an excellent tribute RPG that channels the best parts of its 90s-era forebearers, like Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VI, and even Star Ocean The Second Story. Because of that, it's fair to say its world, graphical style, and mechanics aren't wholly original, but there are enough interesting twists in its 30-hour story to make for a rich and enjoyable experience of its own merit. This isn't just nostalgia fodder. That said, its twitchy combat can be difficult to get a handle on, and once you do, it only stays interesting for so long before its limited customization options make it start to feel just a little repetitive. That's made up for by a strong soundtrack, an approachable and endearing story, and a wide number of fun zones and boss fights that make this a trip worth taking. Sea of Stars IGN score? 8. Thanks for listening. My name is Tony Jackson, and for the latest Sea of Stars updates, visit us at IGN.com. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. 
Listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.